I don't know what we're doing. And I think it's time people talk about it. <laughs> I think I know what we're doing. That was a good clap. It's a solid clap. Yeah. You asked for it. I did. And yeah. I'm, you know, I'm happy that I did. And I think you did a good job. I'm super strong. That's how you got that, that sound. I don't, yeah. knew, I don't know if you knew that. I wasn't going to do it because it would have sounded like, uh. <laughs> Speaking of strong. It's not, it's not exactly strong. But I think one miss for the Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. I personally think, is in the comics, as I'm sure you know. Tony had Cap teach him how to fight. So just in case he didn't have his suit, he could still kick some ass. I feel like that should have been part of the storyline. Just just saying. I, I like the idea that it happened off screen. And he exhibited yeah. it in Iron Man 3 when he was He did. He did he look a little more suitless for a lot of it. Like, like he had yeah. like a glove. Yeah. Yeah. But he like, you know, he, he he was definitely he was doing that that thing when you hit the wood and Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So maybe, all right, so maybe they did think about that. Who knows? Maybe. Oh, caffeine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is really riveting material. Absolutely. It all is. I think people are going to really love this. What better to know than what happened to uh, to nobody's when they were 12 years old? <laughs> hey, um, this is the Remember the Times podcast. Hello. I'm Mitch. This is AJ. And um, AJ, what the hell? What are, we, what are we doing here? What is the point of this? Why Why do we think anybody would give a shit? So my idea started over the pandemic when I was trying to figure out how I could keep my music career moving forward. And uh, if anybody out there does not know, know me who's listening to this, uh, I'm a musician as is Mitchell Davis here. And uh, I also, would you say I'm, I'm, I'm not OCD? I'm, uh, on occasion? I think OCD is is a specific kind of diagnosis that you can receive. And right. you haven't received that diagnosis. But me, as an armchair uh, psychiatrist, <laughs> OCD is shit. Right. You know that. I, I like making lists. I have a list of every show I've ever played. Um, yeah, that's another thing. Me and Mitch have been bandmates for 20 years. We've been writing and, and such and Sweet performing. Jesus. I have played, I actually just passed 1,820 shows lifetime. Yeah, that's a lot. So, but in those 1,800 shows, I just, I, I pretty much remember everything, mostly because of the list, but also just in general, I feel like I have a pretty good memory, at least better than yours. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I, I famously have a terrible memory. <laughs> uh, so we figured we'd go through a bunch of our old shows together, and I thought I would make for a good audience surrogate, because even though I was there, <laughs> um, it's, it, I don't remember anything. And you can tell me what I did at these things. Yeah, you probably don't want to know a lot of it, but I, I remember, and you're going to find out. And uh, yeah, I think I think just a lot of it. Normally, people just you know just see the 45 minutes on stage, but there's so much lead up to a little tiny performance, and so much after every performance. And let's be honest, we've had a lot of very ridiculous things happen to us over the years. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so that's what we're talking about. We're going to go all the way back to the beginning when we were little guys. 
and uh, we're recalling it, uh, remember the times, because, uh, well, first off, we're remembering things. That's exactly what we're doing. You are. I'm remembering things. I, sometimes you're, you're, sometimes you're going to tell me things, and I'm going to be like, <laughs> hey, I remember I that. I remember that. Most uh, of the time, you're not going to. Half the time, pro- no, three quarters of the time, I'm going to be like, that happened? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, uh, second reason, me and Mitch and about, what, eight of our high school classmates all have Remember the Times tattoos, something we chose to do. Um, mine's on my back. Mitch is on his sweet little calf there. Sweet little calf. This it's this little. this bad boy <laughs> looks like a bag of chains. It did walk you all the way here. It did. Uh, oh, let me tell you, uh, I walked to this recording today, and it was like almost almost a mile and a quarter. Oh, it took you so long to get here. <laughs> it took me a really long time. <laughs> uh, when we were when I was walking, I, this is we. It was just me. Um, I, I, we're in the hill section of Manhattan beach is, is where I was walking through. And I, there's a bunch of like little mini micro mansions and, and that whole thing, like $6 million houses. Yeah. I walked by a house that had, um, it, it, it was all behind a big privacy hedge. It was fancy and they were blasting the cure, um, out of every, uh, I was walking by from one side and it was coming out of the back backyard. And then when I got to the other side of the house, I heard it coming out of the other side. So it was the entire house was ringing the cure, <laughs> blasting out of her. And it, it, it taught me that, that money doesn't buy happiness. And somebody in, somebody in that, that mini mansion, was, so sad. they were going through some shit. <laughs> and, and it was, I thought it was poignant. <laughs> I thought it was important. And I just, I, I took note of it and I was like, yeah. I'm going to talk about it on the, on our podcast. Because we only talk about world events, and uh, I'm very up-to-date. Yeah, yeah. I, and uh, these are evergreen episodes, which Absolutely. means that you can listen to them at any time of the year. So who knows what's happening right now? <laughs> Is it March? Is it October? Is it? We don't know. Is it 2022? Is it 2060? You could have... Uh, is it 20? It's 2022. 20, yes. And we're 30... So thirty something, whatever it is, it's sad. Yeah, at this point, closer to forty than thirty. <laughs> and that's a bummer, and that's why we're doing a podcast. That's how are we doing? And um, the last reason, so we have a tattoo. Remember the times we're remembering things, and we also wrote a song together called "Remember the Times," which I dare say is one of our uh, that band's now defunct band's uh, most quote-unquote famous songs, if you will, for whoever might have heard that. Locally famous. Yeah. Locally world famous is is kind of the name of our game. So that's that's why we're doing it. Uh, Please bear with us. If you could not tell, we have never hosted our own podcast before. This is episode one, which will probably be titled The Beginning because it is the beginning. Just because you said that on the podcast, I'm going to come up with a different name. God damn it. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably taking care of that stuff, right? We haven't really discussed it. Uh, you, you're, you're the computer guy. I'm the computer guy. You are the if computer guy. If you couldn't tell. <laughs> Your job's with computers. Mine is not. Yours with guitars and stuff. I can play the guitar. I can I can sing-ish. And uh, and I've uh, accrued no other skills in my life. I, <laughs> I, I know. It took us like an hour to figure out how to use microphones. Because, <laughs> and then we instead had to... We have to use this laptop... For the microphone, so if the audio is a little fucked up, then blame the guy who made his career of music. Yeah. 
Well, to be fair, I didn't know being a musician needed to be, uh, you need to be good at computers because that wasn't the case 20 years ago. Yeah, it's true. But we yeah. were playing guitars with just rocks and uh, true. sticks. I don't even know, you know, in remembering all of this stuff, or recalling all of this stuff, I don't remember having a tuner in high school, like a tuning pedal to make oh, sure yeah, our guitars was, were in tune. It was Did obvious. we have one? No, no. We used to, we would start sets, uh, hey, give me, give me open <laughs> top string, and, go, and, and try to tune it to each other while we're playing oh, it. Oh, dear. It was the worst thing for everybody besides us. That's the most punk rock thing I've heard today. That's very <laughs> punk rock. Um, Pure slot. Wow. Well, yeah, that's going to go well with these stories. But uh, So before we get into it, um, Mitch, I got you a present. Oh. Yeah. To start off here. And surprises. The reasons are threefold. Okay. Okay. First, congratulatory first episode for us. I think hey. that's I think that's in order, right? Wouldn't would we say? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um secondly, I don't remember what it was. <laughs> is it yes, uh, drunk. is it lingerie? Oh my god. <laughs> you have to wear it on stage. <laughs> but uh well we're both big fans. And th- well thirdly, oh yeah. The second the second reason is uh, I'm sorry. Is it a it's a preemptive sorry because I'm probably gonna make fun of you a lot on here. That's reasonable. going forward. I, I think if if anybody <laughs> is actually watching or listening to this, that's that's part why they're they're in. Yeah, I'm gonna be crying a lot on here, guaranteed of laughter. And third, um, you're as everyone's going to find out. I figured you know you're kind of a pansy, and you might need some liquid courage to uh, get through this. Okay. Yeah. So you ready? Ready for that's, this? That's real nice. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah, cool. Is that fair? Very good, strong start to the first episode. Yeah. And we're both big fans of the band. So I got you a bottle of Slipknot's Finest. Oh, what? To start off. Just, All right. Just don't embarrass me. Okay? Oh, very good. <laughs> I will help myself. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Do I get to keep the glass, too? Um, no, that's my dad's. <laughs> Well, then this is bullshit. I don't, I don't want any of this. That's cool. Uh, I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's a, another reason why AJ remembers everything and I remember nothing is uh, AJ hasn't really drank at all since high school. Like maybe a, maybe a glass of white wine here maybe and there. Less than less than 10 times. Yeah, and it, it, yeah you, you don't enjoy imbibing alcohol. Not a fan. This, on the other hand. Mm. Bang uh, energy. Bang it. <laughs> It's the choice of a new generation. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed drinking uh, for well, longer than I've been legally allowed to. Yeah, I've seen, so, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. So it thank you. Always ends well. You're welcome. <laughs> I, w- I will not uh, fight with this bottle uh, while we're trying to record. That's fair. You can do it next episode or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll bring it to the next episode. It's pretty sweet, right? Yeah. There you go. That's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, thank you. Uh, yeah. I, I got you um, oh, fucking nothing. That's fine. That's fair. That's I just appreciate you doing this with me. <laughs> I'm here, and uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. My presence is your present. That's fine. That's fair. That's totally fair. And all right, so we're going to dive into it. Episode one, show one, 1999. So we're going back 23 years. Actually, we're going back 24 years because I'm going to... Uh, Tell you how this all started here. 
the band that Mitch joined and all this stuff. 1998, the South Bay. Um, for those of you that don't know the South Bay, it's like uh, Manhattan Beach, Hermosa, and Redondo of Los Angeles County in California. Mitch grew up in Hermosa. I grew up in Manhattan. And uh, I went to Catholic school, American Martyrs. Nine years of Catholic school, obviously it worked yeah. tremendously. I feel like you're saved and everything you do after this is, is kind of like you're good. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I went to a confession as, you know, I'm sure I had a lot to say when I was eight. <laughs> what, what'd you do? <laughs> what'd you do this week? <laughs> and then the, pri- the priest is kind of like, oh, what do you want to do? Yeah. To be, to be fair, I think I still hold the record for detentions. One uh, one day in math class, we threw out the whole curriculum and just did my uh, a pie chart of my detentions versus the rest of the class. That's, so so they, they took your your shitty behavior and turned it into a learning experience for all all the other kids, not for you. Yeah, exactly. For everybody else. <laughs> uh, a lesson in statistics and data analysis. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, it was bad. It was a, it was a, I actually had way too much fun at that school, probably for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went to Catholic school. The three main players here that this episode is going to be about is me, my younger brother Chris, and Mr. James Grant. Uh, all three of us went to Catholic, went to Martyrs, and we all grew up here, and we wanted to start a punk band. Um, growing up in the South Bay was one of the big reasons why we wanted to start a punk band. Um, for those of you who don't know, our high school alone that me and Mitch went to, Costa, uh, The Descendants, Black Flag, Circle Jerks, and Pennywise have all graduated, maybe not graduated, but went to our high school. They attended. They attended our high school. So that's a lot of legendary punk bands to live up to, which we have lived up to in no way. No. Uh, no, we super dropped the ball. Though. <laughs> but that's what we're dealing with. So just being around that growing up was like, was really intense. Um, in Hermosa, there was a old record shop, Scooters. I'm sure you remember. Loved Scooters. In uh, Pennywise's Same Old Story video. Me and Chris would ride our bikes down there. Chris, my brother. And just buy records. That guy knew everything. Yeah, everything. Unbelievable. I remember... I, was, I went in there to buy uh, the latest Throwdown CD at the time, and in front of me, he was uh, this guy was buying uh, the new Dr. Dre album, and he was just given all the facts, everything he would want to know of why he would want to buy that, and then right after that guy, so he went from Dr. Dre and came and told me, bought freaking Throwdown, not anywhere near it, and he's like, yeah, the, the guitar player just became the singer, it's, it's a little different now, I was like, how... What? Yeah. He's basically John Cusack in... Um, high Fidelity. In high Fidelity. Yeah. Just unbelievable. Yeah, this is exactly. your job? Yeah. He's you, perfect for it. You you get to hang out here and talk music all day. So That's sick. the thing you can do? Yeah. Very jealous. But we bought a lot of records there. And um, that... And uh, me and my brother's babysitter, Sean Leffler, um, who actually ended up being a UFC fighter. He has some UFC training gyms. Awesome dude. He will be coming up in later episodes for sure um he was babysitting, babysitting chris one summer when i when I, I was at a basketball camp in new hampshire for like two weeks or a month or something and i get back and chris has legacy brutality and we're listening to it all the time we're listening to sean's band 
who we were just uh, obsessed with, uh, Code Seven. I'm sure we've heard of Code Seven. Back in the day. Yeah, yeah, they were awesome, and that was really our introduction to to punk. We got Misfits, AFI, Anti Flag, Idiot Fingers, Louie, Pennywise, which uh, you know, local heroes, and I mean, they're pretty worldwide. Yeah, they're just amazing. Yeah, so so it's it's wild to me that Sean, you say Sean Loeffler, my babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> I only uh, so I knew Code Seven. I didn't know Sean, and then I knew Fail for Fun later on right. when we would play with them, uh, yeah. like like the gnarly metal band that we were looking up to. Wishing we were. And then the UFC fighter Sean Loeffler, and it's like, oh, well, he's my babysitter. Yeah, yeah. He went. He actually went to Martyrs as well. Did him, he really? Him and his sister, and they had this like big buddy program where the eighth graders would take like a little kid under their wing. They he had Chris my brother and so that just morphed into him being our babysitter and uh you mean chris who famously grew up to become a catholic uh bishop <laughs> yes that one <laughs> so martyrs right now is pr- pretty bad <laughs> record they're uh, well i mean it depends on the record that you're trying to set yeah i mean all right so there's me and chris and then our other bandmate james i think it probably worked out exactly how you wanted to yeah he, or your he, wife? He followed. He followed <laughs> a path of uh, of like good education and everything. Uh, as yeah. did my wife. Uh, yeah. She. My wife also went to American Martyrs and knew all of you guys. Oh yeah. Um, Which is but, weird. But I didn't meet her until way later. Way later. Yeah. Knew almost everybody in this podcast before you did. <laughs> it's a small yeah. town. It is. It definitely is. But um, so this is 1998. Uh, Chris had already been playing drums for about two years. And James, I basically have everything to owe to James here because he suggested we start a band. I had wanted to start playing the guitar. I hadn't yet. So uh, me and James both literally learned to play the guitar so we could start the band. Um, yeah, so that was the end of 98. And we just enlisted Chris right away because he's the only drummer we knew. And uh, we got two buddies. I'm sure for any YouTubers, we're going to find a age-appropriate picture of me, Chris, and James. So we could see just what we're what we're dealing with. We'll think about it. We'll see. I I, I might not have the time. Uh, so we got our friends Joe on bass and David on keyboards. Oh, yeah, we had a keyboard player right at the beginning. I don't know if you knew that. No. Yeah, it was a five piece. Um, so I started playing guitar in 19, November nineteen ninety eight uh, at um. Brothers. That's where I started taking guitar lessons from the legendary Paul Stevens. He taught almost everybody that you know that you've played with guitar. He he taught them. Uh, and on uh, this was my guitar for all, anybody on YouTube as well. Slammer from Hamer, my first electric guitar. For people who are just looking, just listening to the podcast, he's holding a guitar. Up. Yeah, this is my first electric. It is a Sunburst Slammer by Hamer. Um, I was every day I walked in. To the, to the shop, I was obsessed with it, and my parents got it for me when I was uh, just before my 12th birthday. And we're also, while we're on the subject of my parents, we are filming and recording in their house um, in Manhattan Beach. This is absolutely not <laughs> what it looked like when we grew up. Uh, this, this is a nice house. It's a nice house. The house we grew up in did not... Me and Chris lived in the garage because there wasn't enough rooms, yeah, yeah. which I think worked out really well for uh, two high schoolers to be in a detached garage. Yeah. 
That's where it was we like a, It was like a little flat. Yeah. Yeah, it was freaking awesome. But Didn't that's where have we, a bathroom. But. That's where we practiced. Um, that's where we were so loud. Their freaking neighbors called the cops on us every goddamn time we practiced. Love you guys. And um, yeah, so our first practice ever, we I guess it would be 1999 because we moved in here in January 99. Um, and we practiced in my parents' bedroom because they didn't have anything moved in yet. And I don't know why we decided to practice already because Chris's drums were not here. So Chris was drumming on paint cans. Sure. And what do you... Is it called a horse? You know, like those like wooden... A uh, sawhorse. A sawhorse that would use for painting? I don't fucking know. You know what I'm talking about? Like you... It's, it's got two little... Two little two legs, legs and legs and then a plank top. across what, the middle. What yeah, do you do with that? it's a sawhorse. What is that for? Uh, you can use it to... You put two of them together and you make a little workstation. Right, and, yeah. Um, okay. You can see how stuff. handy I am. Yeah. So Chris was banging on that on our first practice. And uh, James had wrote a song called Punk Rock Wannabe. Uh, I remember all the words. I won't sing it. Thank you. For James's sake. But I know all the words. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he wrote that specifically because we had entered ourselves in the American Martyrs talent show upcoming that year. Um, amazing, amazing performance. So, so I, I just want to point out and call it out. You remember all of the words... To a song that was written but never recorded that you guys performed at your middle school talent show. Yes. And that's why this podcast is <laughs> And that's why it's, that's why this is happening. <laughs> how like how imagine how much math you could have done in high school if that yeah, brain power had shifted just a little bit to the right so or to that, the left. That tells me that I just did not want to do my homework. Like, I think I so. had no issue. I think so. I think I think your teachers were all wrong about you. <laughs> You're if not I, an idiot. If I needed to memorize something, I know I remember I have over four hours of music on deck to play all the time. If you ask me how many times Undertaker won the belt back in the day, I knew <laughs> all of that. I can tell you almost... Super useful stuff. Yeah. It's important to me. <laughs> yeah. But, Who cares about PIMDOS? Yeah. But if you want to know about a power parallelogram, I'm going to I'm gonna take a nap. Yeah. And yeah, that's about that. Yeah. But, Educations are different. <laughs> Probably should have gone to an art school. But then we wouldn't have met. That's true. And I wouldn't have, uh, you know, messed things up for you so bad. And you wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't be like this. I could have been a doctor. <laughs> God. Sorry. I don't know. Or, I don't know, maybe you would have just been even more punk rock and you just would have, that would have been it. Yeah, hon you. honestly, when, this is a later episode, but when we were, when you first brought me into the band, I was already on like a bad trajectory. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah. Yeah. so we'll see. Maybe we, we can we can I say that punk rock saved my life? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Punk rock music saved my life. So we're uh, where are we at? So that was January '99. First practice. I honestly don't remember practicing after that. We had to have because there's no way we got down a song with one practice with paint cans for drums. So we must have practiced yeah. again. Yeah, right. That, Once the drums actually showed up. Yeah, practice as yeah. an actual band. Absolutely. Um, Instead of like the Blue Man group. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to assume, and this is going to be a theme for probably the next couple episodes. I I vaguely remember the keyboard line. And this is the same for like a lot of bass songs. Like in punk, like the bass is just gnarly. And 
I don't think we had the uh, presence to understand that the notes still had to go with the guitar and not just be crazy. So the bass line and the, the keyboard made little to no sense. It's called art, the rest man. Of the song. Yeah, yeah, like whatever. If, if you're looking at it too closely, <laughs> you're not seeing the big picture. And honestly, that's on you. Yeah, so maybe I just I didn't get what they were doing, maybe. Um, but yeah, so here we are. We the uh, the very first show, I believe it was March nineteen ninety nine. Could have been April. Anybody Dude, I was to just me. I just did a whole thing about your encyclopedic knowledge of shit, and then you're like, oh, I don't remember the month. That I'm pretty in close. Pretty close. I mean, I'm pretty you're sure. Me. I'm pretty sure my, the timestamp. Oh, my dad recorded it, by the way. Oh, good. So if we have, we can find that. Maybe we can put it on mute, put it up there for us or something uh, in that thing. I'm going to say maybe that's like a social post. <laughs> but, but this isn't, it's an audio medium that we decided to add video to. Yeah. I believe, we don't want to lean too hard on I it. I believe the timestamp was March 12th, 99, but timestamps can be wrong, so I just don't want to. I don't yeah, want to. might have programmed the, the camcorder in Exactly, yeah. Um, so we performed at the O'Donnell Hall, which is attached to Martyrs. It's in the whole pavilion. It's basically like an all purpose room there is a stage in there they use it for the soup kitchen they use it for i don't even i don't know i wasn't really paying attention (laughs) they probably use it for other things than a talent show. yeah but so they had they had a talent show and they and we uh our punk band entered the talent show we uh tried to dress as punk rock as possible for this because we're a punk band of course um i was wearing a muscle shirt that's basically all I wore because all I did was basically play basketball up to no shorts. Time. Probably had shorts on. <laughs> I'm assuming they were basketball shorts. When you say that's all I wore, all right, fine. You need to clarify. Shirt wise, okay. I had a backwards hat on and sunglasses. So it's so punk rock. Right off the bat, not punk rock. But that's okay. David, the keyboardist, was wearing a leather jacket and had slicked his hair back. He basically looked like um, he was in Greece. Yeah. So. It's like a Halloween costume of punk rock. Also sunglasses. Again, <clears throat> missing the mark on the punk rock thing. Chris, my brother, and Joe on the bass had very baggy, big clothes, beanies, and sunglasses. Super hard. And James had a John Elway jersey on with a <laughs> beanie and sunglasses as well. So I don't know... This sounds like more we were like Limp Biscuit. Not a single member not was a dressed one. punk rock. No, not right. even close. You guys were dressed new metal before <laughs> new metal existed. Yeah. So groundbreaking, really. I don't really know where the where we missed that. I mean, come on, James. You had straight A's. You should give me something here. No. Could have told me no. But anyways. So we missed the mark on the punk rock look. Um, I don't I was very nervous. I'm not nervous anymore, but I was very nervous at this show. I'm pretty sure I did the, the arm windmill thing at cool. one point. Very cool move. Yeah. Um, that's really all I remember from my part of it. Uh, Chris, the drums started off, it was like a little Tom intro before the song really got in. We're up there. He's swinging his sticks, starts the drum intro, and one of the legs falls over. And he's got a, he didn't stop. He got up and was like, <laughs> kind of going like that, like had to reach his arm around to grab it. And uh, yeah, so that that's really telling of, uh, so it fell over. But other than that, it went off basically smooth. And um, that was our first show. 
besides that, it was went pretty well. I would like to mention honorable mention because he will be coming up very shortly. Uh, Sean James's younger brother was doing a uh, Spice Girls lip sync that night as well, dressed as the Spice Girls. <laughs> Sean, super punk rock. Yeah. Uh, uh, punk argu- rock all around. Arguably, doing a Spice Girls lip sync is more punk rock than what you guys did. That is very fair. On the on the spectrum, you guys were so far away from punk rock that Spice Girls lip sync was closer. Yeah, uh, you're probably right, hundred percent. Well, it's, it's all he, about, it's he all about it. bucking nor- it. bucking the norms and just shaking it up. <laughs> Sean, yeah. I see you. We're gonna see a lot more, Sean. And uh, that was it. That was the. Um, is that everything? We got all my notes here. Yeah, pretty much. Um, that was the one and only time that lineup would play together. You will find out why next episode. <gasps> cliffhanger. Um, yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't know we were doing. Cliff- you didn't run the cliffhanger by me. I didn't run a lot of um, by you. You you actually ran nothing by me. Uh, but you know what? I'm excited for the next episode. It's only. Don't worry. I was just setting the scene. Every episode, I would say, gets more silly and more ridiculous. Well, so the thing is, we're, stories we're, go on. we're running through 1,820 shows, you said. Of over 23 years. Over 23 years. The, we're talking 11, 12-year-old boys <laughs> yes. in a band right also now. Also true. Chris was we're, 10. <laughs> yeah. Wearing Denver Broncos jerseys <laughs> and, and backwards hats and beanies and sunglasses. Once First performance. Eventually, we get to the point where we're 18, 19, 23, uh, where we're fighting. <laughs> we are, uh, we're young, dumb, full, young, dumb, full of cum. Uh, we're, we're just a bunch of testosterone-fueled monsters playing punk rock and metal. So yeah, we, we, we lead up to that. But luckily... That doesn't, that doesn't happen right at the beginning. Right at the, it doesn't. <laughs> we're children. It doesn't, but we're going to be skipping ahead because nothing much to happen after this so next show is not uh, three years in the future so we're getting there honestly nothing nothing really matters until i join the band that's fair um that's coming up it's coming up soon to end off the first one though um i think we should be doing um i'd like to give an mvp shout out for each one who who i thought really like did well that show and maybe maybe someday we'll have like an mvp it's the mvp (laughs) something like that we can record that yeah, uh, um, I'll just do it. I'll do it live every time. See, uh, I'm gonna go mine, give mine first, and then based on what you heard, you can you can give yours. But <laughs> cool. I wasn't there. I was I was in a different city. You were you were in HB being super <laughs> punk rock, bro. More punk rock than fucking John Elway. A hundred percent true. But uh, well, now that you brought it up, I'm gonna give my MVP to Mitch. No, not Mitch. You're Mitch. <laughs> You're right there. I'm going to give it to James. James suggested we start the band. He wrote the song and at 12 years old decided he was going to perform that live in front of um, the entire school. So I think that's that's MVP worthy because I was far too scared to do such a thing. Honorable mention, Chris, because his drum fell over and he did not stop the song. So those are mine. What what, what do you think? Um, I think... think my decision is already going to be very obvious. Nobody gets um, it. <laughs> my MVP is Sean for um, bucking all of your guys' <laughs> norms and playing as doing a lip sync as the Spice Girls that probably crushed it. Guaranteed. 
Um, yes. So, so this talent show was there a winner, a loser, some sort of ranking? I don't he, believe so. Well, Sean won. Sean, well, Sean, won. Sean did better than you I guys. do have won. Guaranteed, we would not have won. So then he's he's the MVP. All right, Sean. I'm right. Sean's the MVP. There you go, Sean. That'll be the last time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to episode one. Come back for the cliffhanger of why this band lineup never played again. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to like, share, and subscribe. And get a little more wasted first. Bye.